Hey everyone, it's Jefferson Graham with the audio edition of the PhotoWalks TV newsletter. Today we're talking about renting an iPhone because, okay, you think twice about forking over a grand for a new iPhone and you're not crazy about that or a monthly payment of $50 that or so that locks you in for two years. So how about renting it instead? like many do with cars. Now, Apple is reportedly looking at a new way of selling devices with a rental plan that will include inducements to step up the subscription features like News Plus, music, TV, fitness, and more. I'm all for it, and I'll tell you why, but first, know the details are scarce, but analyst Daniel Ives from Wedbush Securities expects this to begin in September with a monthly rate of about 40 bucks for the right to carry the latest and greatest iPhone until you tire of it. And if the idea of renting hardware sounds a little weird, consider this. Aren't we kind of doing it already? I mean, it's not like the days of yore when companies like Zenith RCA, Magnavox, and others made tech products that lasted for generations. Now devices have a shelf life of just a few years, and they are built to eventually fail. It stinks, but that's the way it is. Firms like Apple and Microsoft even put end dates on their products, declining to offer updates on them. How are those iPhone 6 models treating you? Now, if we buy a new iPhone and sell it in a year or two when new models come out, Aren't we, in essence, just renting it out for about $500 a year anyway? What do we own? What appreciates? No, it doesn't appreciate. It depreciates. If Apple wants to put out a new iPhone every fall with a hardcore sell that makes us lust after the new one and absolutely hate our current model, then we should just rent the damn thing and get the new one every year. I'm all for it. Again, iPhones do not appreciate. Electronics depreciate from the moment they enter your home. Now, I hate my TV. I wish I could rent a fancy model and then turn back in the old one when I get tired of it. Because if I ditch my TV, who's going to pay for it? It just goes to goodwill, even though it shows no signs of wear and tear. Not so for the iPhone. Like leasing, you'll have to keep the phone in great shape and make sure never to drop it. Good luck with that. And unlike a TV, a used iPhone still has value. There are many companies looking to buy our old phones like Gazelle and Swappa. You know that selling subscriptions is the new American way of business. Get people on the hook for a monthly recurring payment that they forget about and watch the money roll in. As you may know, Apple's most lucrative division is now called Services. It's the umbrella for Apple Care, iCloud, Fitness Plus, News Plus, and music. It generates more revenue each quarter than Macintosh computers, iPads, watches, and AirPods. In the most recent quarter, Apple saw $104 billion from products and $19.5 billion from services. There was a 39% profit margin on products, and a whopping 72% profit margin on services. That's why Apple's on a tear to get more monthly recurring dollars out of us. The coming deal per Bloomberg's ace Mark Gurman is to bundle a new iPhone with other Apple subscription services. He says the program would be different from an installment program in that the monthly charge would not be the price of the device split across 12 or 24 months. Rather, he says it would be a yet-to-be-determined monthly fee that depends on which device the user chooses. Apple currently has an upgrade program that promises a new phone every 12 months. 
For the new plan, I'd love to believe that for 40 bucks monthly, I could get a new iPhone and access to a bunch of subscription services that would all tie into my Apple account. But I know I'm dreaming. It costs Apple $570 just to build an iPhone 13 Pro. That's per Tech Insights, so a $500 yearly subscription plan would have to generate more income from Apple, not less. I think the base price that Ives predicts is a little low. I could see $55 monthly with access to one service and perhaps $70 for access to mostly everything like the Apple One Bundle. That way, Apple makes more money and gets to resell all those used phones at a high margin after we send them back in. That's where the real money is for Apple. Why let resellers move iPhones when Apple can reap the rewards instead and sell a bunch of new subscriptions? Now, if you had the choice to rent or buy an iPhone, what would you pick? I'd love to hear from you. First of all, subscribe to the newsletter, jeffersongram.substack.com. Look for me on Twitter and Instagram where I'm at Jefferson Graham. And don't forget to watch Photowalks TV on YouTube. Thanks for listening, everyone.